Welcome to the Deal with Yield, your podcast series covering the issues that matter the most in crop production. I'm Kyle Reiner, District Sales Manager for Winfield United. And I'm John Zook, agronomist for Winfield United. So there's a lot of different nitrogen topics being discussed through the industry, all the way from stewardship to application methods. How do I make a profit? What's my potential? Today, we're going to dissect some of these topics so we can get the most out of those nitrogen investments. What is the new rule for nitrogen? There's rules for spray application. There's rules for everything else. Tell us about nitrogen rule, John. So this nitrogen rule, I think everybody's got their own nitrogen rule. And I mean, I don't know about anybody else, but I can't sit down and read 97.35 pages of nitrogen assessment on 50 different farms and and then figure out what to do next, right? I think a lot of times the rules are for us is we all want to be stewards, right? We don't have unlimited amount of money. So that dictates us to be a steward anyway, right? Because we got to figure out how to do what's best for us. So most of the time the rules are if we have a plan and we're measuring what we're doing and we're assessing what we're doing, most of the time we're falling well within the rules in the first place. It's the one that we go, oh, we don't have a plan. Let's just go out. And then we're probably flying our kite on areas where we shouldn't be going. But most of the time a plan and execution really get us within those places that we can operate within those rules and still be good stewards. I think you hit it on the head there, John, is we don't currently have rules right now. We don't have endless budgets. There's many different methods and thoughts on what is the best way to provide nitrogen to a plant, and whether it's chemigation or fertigation, or if it's putting it down prior to in a nitrogen sources NH3 or is urea. When is it before you plant, after you plant? We have that luxury today to apply when we want to. There's really no rule, but someday there might be. There might be a different state rule for Minnesota versus Arkansas or such like that. So today we don't have that rule. But nobody in farming is going out there dumping the product on, wanting it to run off or go through the tile systems or through the soil and end up down the river in the ocean. So I think the biggest thing is looking at what you're doing and then figuring out how it fits into your plan. And the plan is, when does it work best for your operation? In an ideal world, with all the different application methods that we can do, I mean, what would be your best, what would be timings and products maybe that would be something you would use? That's a loaded question, John. On purpose, I gave it to you. I wanted to be the first one to ask that question so you couldn't ask me that question. Dang it, you always give me the hard ones. So... There is a lot, like I alluded to earlier, when it is. And it all comes back to what do you have time for to do on the farm, right? I mean, do you have a load of people that are sitting around? Obviously, if we can put nitrogen as close to when the plant needs it, that's when it's going to be the upgrade. And then you're going to have the greatest investment at that time, too. So is V5 better than V7? I would say no. The greatest demand peak comes at the greatest growth, right? So we're always trying to evaluate that, and there's different methods. Field forecasting tool would be one of them. Field monitoring tool would be trying to just trying to figure it out. It doesn't matter if it's just those two or climate or whatever you decide to do. Just have an idea or a plan going into it and what rate. Every rate's different. If you live in the sand versus something that's got a seven 
5% organic matter, how much is going to release? All those soils are different. That's why I always say it's a loaded question. What do you think? Mm-hmm. What is the answer? I always like to start with a base. And I mean, I don't know if I care. It depends on where you live and where you farm, if that base comes in the fall or if it comes in the spring. A lot of times if it can happen in the spring, preferably I'd like to happen in the spring. And not just because I want to cheat and get more done in the fall, because I know in a lot of places, even in, in eastern Minnesota, we can't do that. But by the time spring rolls around, I have a way better gut feeling about what the next year's crop is going to be versus the fall after I get done harvesting. I mean, weather-wise, trend-wise, market-wise, all those things, spring, in my opinion, leaves me a lot more flexible to say, here's how much I want to put out. Here's how much I want to risk up early versus if you got it down in the fall, you're committed, you're done. And then then you also have to think about how much did, did you lose any this fall? Did you lose any this spring now that we got an inch and a half and a super fast melt and there's a bunch of flooding through Nebraska, right? I mean, all those factors come in, but having the base is, is really where I want to start. Spring or fall arguably depends on uh, where you want to be. So, I mean, the foundation is going to be critical. And the, about this foundation piece is we get back to the one thing on the rules or the stewardship is I think once you have the foundation and you can prove this is why we're putting on nitrogen, this is when, and this is how the plant responds and takes it up, that's really what's going to be used to produce and make these rules. It's not like somebody's sitting up here right now anyway, dictating here's what we're doing. But I think if we have living proof of here's what we need to do to get a substantial crop, now we can move forward with best management practices that way. So that base is critical. I think another thing to think about is what equipment do we have? You know, 15, 20 years ago, not very many people had high-clearance rigs. We didn't have the placement of nitrogen at V10 time frame. We just couldn't get across. They always had haggies, but we didn't have the Y-drops at that time. And So that opens up another whole door, Pandora's box here, on when, how much, how little mm-hmm. we can apply. So you kind of you bring that into light, and I think what we have to move on is after we got that base then you ask the question, how much of that base is left? Well, if you stabilized it and you're using some type of a model or you're measuring rainfall or you have a real good idea of what's worked in the past, I think that's kind of taking the next level. And earlier you mentioned, hey, is V5 or V7 the right timing? Well, making sure that you don't run out somewhere between emergence and V5 is super critical. But that's why you have the foundation there in, in the first place. So getting in then preloading it before your grand growth is probably the next critical timing. What do you think percentage-wise? Would you split it up? I mean, 50-50, 75-25, 25-75? I mean, how do we start to adjust and fine-tune for those things? I think in my space, a lot of guys that are doing the split applications, if they're doing two shots in season or if they're just doing one shot, 60, probably 50-60% of their needs is put down up front. And that's just trying to figure out how much risk do you want. If I can't get in there, how much nitrogen do I have? And how big a window, based off the applicator, can I get in there? You know, a good portion of ours is put on at V4 to V7. Why is that? Because that's what we have for side dress rigs, right? Now, I alluded to earlier with the high clearance rigs, that opens up a whole nother window, more opportunity to get through there. But the bottom line is if it's too wet at V4 to V7, we have to push it back. And if it's too wet at that time, it's probably not the nitrogen that's causing it, right? It's oxygen, it's too much water. But we're not going to revisit 2018. 
and coming into this year and having that plan a vast amount of different ways that we can apply it. You alluded to in a different episode that sulfur is a huge need too. So if we're going out there, we're putting on the nitrogen, have a sulfur source in there. Yeah, always have the sulfur source if you can mix it in. I don't even care if we got to pull nitrogen out of the wreck to make up for it in dollars. Sulfur has got to be in there. I feel like a lot of the industry has really tried to push nitrogen applications later and later and later and later into the season. Pretty soon, I got guys wanting to side dress nitrogen post-tassel. And I'm kind of going, all the nitrogen is up into the plant at this. I mean, maybe you'll be able to affect a few bushels, but the bulk of your bushels happens earlier. So, I mean, I think side dressing is an awesome thing, but I think pushing it super late and waiting is probably, we're probably losing more bushels by waiting because what we really forget is, hey, you got a 30-inch corn plant or smaller, and it's already putting on kernels around. And most of the time, you I mean, you're determining that ear size right there. And I think that's got to be the critical timing. If I could give the corn plant a brain, probably when it's... Uh, two feet to 30 inches tall, it's probably looking down going, okay, how much nitrogen do I got now? And do I have sulfur and potassium and all my other nutrients there to help me make the biggest year possible? If you're going to withhold that until later in the season, those decisions have already been made. So I think timing with the side dress after that base, I'd rather have a little bit earlier than later. If you wanted to go back later, or if you're using a field forecasting or some kind of model or, or you take a soil test and it says, hey, you need some more nitrogen, fine, go back later. But I'd probably still, like what you said, I'd probably want to have, you know, 60 plus percent of it up front as a foundation, maybe another 25, 30 percent as an earlier side dress. And then save the other 10, 15 percent as a cross your fingers, we're going to hit a home run type of deal. And then side dress that later. I mean, we're adding another application in there, but what do you think? I think another thing that I get questions with all the time is how much nitrogen I go, what variety you can plant? And then I get the deer in the headlights look like, why does that matter? I just asked you about nitrogen and I go, look, we get the answers to the test. With years and years of data coming from the answer plot system, we can tell you which varieties respond to nitrogen and which ones don't. So if you got a side dress rig that can't get down corn at V9 or taller, you get a four to five day window, we need to focus on these hybrids. And then if you have a little bit more time, there's a group in the middle and there's always some at the very bottom that don't need nitrogen or very little. The response the nitrogen is really low on certain varieties and really high on others. I mean, we're talking bushels here. We're talking like 60 plus bushels average across the board with a slightly over 100 bushels to the most responsive hybrids. Yeah, you're right. Answers to the test, rock and roll on that. We never had that years ago. It was always plant it, throw a little out there. It's got to be Mother Make Nature. Make sure it's green. Yeah, it's got to be green. Shades of green too. But it's pretty neat though. Having what we have from Winfield United and the answer plot system giving you the answers to the test, the guessing game's over. We only have so much money budgeted towards this crop. Focus on the stuff that's going to repay you and bet on the horse. 
So we're always looking to improve the Deal With Yield listening and experience. If you visit dealwithyield.com backslash survey, so you type in dealwithyield.com backslash survey, you can find a link to the survey. If you take the survey, you'll be entered to win an Amazon gift card. For more episodes, find us on iTunes, Podbean, and dealwithyield.com. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes open to residents of the U.S. who are 18 or over. Void where prohibited or restricted by law. Subject to official rules available at dealwithyield.com survey. Sweepstakes end June 1st, 2019. Sponsored by Winfield United.